Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Welcome back for part two of the Haftarah. All right, so we left off with uh, the woman at the well and Yeshua at Sukkot at both occasions speaking about drawing water from him that will overflow as living water even unto eternal life. Um, also, at the end of that verse, uh, where he's speaking to one of them well, he says there's, there's going to come a time when you'll worship me in spirit and truth. Yes. And, of course, you have the spirit of God, you have the Shekhinah, and you have truth, which we all know to be Torah. Um, and we mentioned earlier that one of the ways that this half Torah and Jeremiah related to uh, the... And our right, the blessings and the curses, and it ends. It ends in this idea of it kind of comes to the conclusion the end of being immersed in Hashem. Right. And what's interesting about that is we we know from uh, that Hashem is the first and last. Also mentioned this about Yeshua as the the Aleph and the Tav, and what's interesting about our our Porsche and Dachlatai is that in uh, six verse three, the beginning of Parsha Dachlatai, mm-hmm. where he's enumerating these blessings up until the very ending of the blessings in verse nine. Uh, excuse me. And verse, and verse uh, 13. 13, there's this enumeration of blessings, and it begins with, the, the blessings begin with the Aleph, and they actually end with the Tav, the first and the last. Wow. And so when he's enumerating these blessings that Israel will get when they're abiding in Hashem's Torah and his commandments, it's almost like he's immersing them within himself, like this idea of a mikvah. Okay. And so, so, so you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is that when we immerse ourselves in a shim, it becomes like a havdalah from curses to blessings. There's a separation yeah. there. Yes, there's a, there's a distinction that is made. And there's this this pure there's this purifying process. Um, what I'm trying to figure out. Um, so we know the Alphatov. Um, there's several commentaries that talk about Alphatov, uh, especially some com- commentaries in like the Zohar, the Alphatov representing the the Shekinah. Um, other commentaries like in the Eshet Chayot prayer, uh, Eshet Chayot prayer, um, we talk about we. You know, it's acrostic from all of the Tav, oh, and it's like we're speaking the entire Torah over our wives. Right. And so there's also this allusion to Aleph and Tav being Hashem, being uh, Yeshua, if you look in, like, Revelations, right. and also the Torah and the Shekinah. Right. So you're saying Hashem is one? Yes. Oshimah <laughs> 
His name will be one. Come on now. And it is one. And so here's this idea of um, Hashem and developing us, mikvahing himself and mikvahing us within himself with these blessings once we keep his Torah. Uh, oh. Goes on to say, uh, so how this, what's that? Can I swerve tag us? Or support I would, I would tag, love you. tag Support tag. Because I agree with this That's so cool. much that I looked up the gematria of Mashiach's name, Sason. Uh-huh. So that gematria is... 656. Ooh. It coincides with the phrase Bereshit 17.1. This is Hashem talking to Abraham. He says these words. Hit halek lifne vehaye or veye. Walk before me and be. And this is from the famous phrase that says, walk before me and be perfect. And Mashiach also says the same thing, too. He says, walk before Hashem perfectly. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, mm -hmm. is with this phrase, you can rearrange to Hashem. So it would oh. literally mean walk before Hashem. And how do you walk before Hashem? None other than in his Torah. None other than in Messiah. None other than be filled with the Spirit, for you will not gratify the things of the flesh. You know. Exactly. That is incredible. I'm I'm extremely glad you you looked that gematria up. That's incredible correlation. So and I think I think we're on the same. We're on like a same wavelength, even though we didn't really pre-plan this as far as where a study would take us. Right. Uh, but interesting. Like, interestingly enough, Rashi actually comments on the very beginning of this verse. We're talking about being, you know, mikvah and Hashem. Mm. Uh, says, in b'chotai, mm -hmm. it's a one might be able to think this was when it says, you observe my commandments and perform them. See that fulfillment of the commandments has been stated. What then do I maintain is meant by if you go on my statutes? And then he, he answers his question, says that you should be laboring in Torah. Wow. Come and on, man. it's interesting that you mentioned like walk, walk before me because there's, there's a note, commentary on his commentary. Um, it says, Torah Kalanin, Parsha 1-2, you will go connotates movement from place to place and alludes to the process of Torah study in which one regularly progresses to increasingly more sophisticated levels of understanding. Telechu oh, uh, also means you will walk, which can be a laborious activity, thus you should be laborious in Torah. Oh, my word. And alluding to this idea of this divine Mashiach and uh, him being a man, uh, we've discussed this before, but Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov comments on Yitro 21 and 2. says, And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God. says, The Talmud says that the word I, Anoki, is an acronym for the words I gave over my soul in writing. For the Torah corresponds to the human being. As the verse says, This is a Torah, man. Numbers 1914.
And it goes on to say, just as a human being has 258 limbs and 365 sinews, so the Torah has 248 positive commandments and 365 negative commandments. Wow. And so this idea of the Torah being a man, uh, the Torah being made flesh and becoming our Mashiach, who we follow after, who we toil after. So do you think this is the meaning of, and Hashem walked with Adam in the cool of the day? Yes. Wow. I, I can see there being a connection with that. Um, and it's interesting that this, this Parsha actually speaks of that. Really? Talk about, I will walk with you. Oh, my word. <sighs> okay, so here's the craziest thing about what you just said. Dr. Sakal and I were texting this morning what we uh -huh. were studying. And we literally talked about toiling in Torah, Behukotai, being the way that we walk with Hashem and the way we immerse in Him. Yes. And the whole thing about toiling in Torah is keeping Hashem's statutes. That's likened to a yoke. But it says that one cannot work if they do not have a yoke. So... The uh, the sources we were using was the Lakute Lakute Sikot from the Rebbe and Zohar Behar three says that the yoke of heaven is the mitzvot, but one who does not attach himself to Hashem cannot bear that yoke. And then if you do not have that yoke, if you're not attached to a shem, that means you're attached to something else. Namely, Ooh. you become like the children of Israel who were in Mitzrayim. And they were considered so far into idolatry that they were not attached to a shem and they did not have the yoke of a shem. And so we're talking about being connected to Mashiach being in his mikvah, drawing that water, and then Mashiach himself says, take my yoke up on you. It's all to say that we need to separate ourselves from idolatry, from disobedience, and the only way we can take upon ourselves toiling in Torah, being able to work, is if we, we have to have a yoke upon us. We have to Amen. first attach ourselves, purify ourselves in his mikvah, be filled with his spirit, you know, place our emunah in Mashiach Yeshua. And once we do that, then we return to the garden to walk with Hashem in the cool of the day. Yes. Man. Yes, that's what it says. That's one of the blessings. Um, it's, it goes on to say, and uh, I will place my tabernacle among you and my soul will not purge itself of you. I will walk among you. I will be like a God to you, and you will be a people unto me. Oh, and it says, like you mentioned, Egypt says, I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of the land of Mitzrayim. Oh, come on, from being the I broke the pegs of your, of your yoke, and I led you erect. And, and then it, it literally says, in Rashi's commentary, he says, I will walk among you. I will stroll with you in the Garden of Eden like one of you. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You will not tremble because of me. And then it goes on to say, one might be able to think that you will not fear me, 
to teach. Otherwise, the verse continues by saying, I will be a God to you. And so there's this, this idea, again, of, of walking with him. Uh, it says, had the verse. Yeah, so this, again, it's like this idea of walking with him. But it's 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 great because this this whole idea of being immersed in Hashem it first starts off with you will go on my statutes. This is the the Aleph. This is the first part of being immersed in the Aleph Tab. The first and last Hashem, Yeshua, uh, the Shekhinah, the Torah. The whole Torah is right. being. It goes in by actually toiling in Torah. And I have, I have in front of me, uh, this is commentary on, you mentioned the Rebbe. This is commentary, this is the lessons in Tanya. Uh-huh. And when we actually toil in Torah, we're actually emulating our Father in Heaven. Oh. Our sages say, this is, this is what, um, this is what the commentary on Tanya says, the sages say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, sits and studies Torah. This means that he who is essentially Kadosh, wholly separate and apart, sits, in quotations, at, i.e., lowers himself into the level of Torah. And through Torah study, it is granted to an individual to absorb this level within himself. Uh, and it goes on to say another another. Uh, version here, God who is, is essentially transcendent, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the holy, separate one, blessed be he, sits, i.e. descends, and studies Torah, the illumination of the sins below. And continuing, the rabbis express it thus, the holy one sits and studies Torah, God who is holy, i.e. detached, sits, in quotations, and descends into Torah. And so here you have this idea of Hashem descending and manifesting himself in Torah, like the Baal Shem Tov says, uh, and the Talmud says, Anoki is an acronym for, um, I, I write my soul and gave it to you. Yes. And it goes on to say that this is the Torah of man and, and Bamdavar. And if you look, reading just the Hebrew, it's literally saying like the man, the, the man, the Torah is in the image of a man. You have uh, this further proof of Yeshua being the Torah made flesh, again, coming back to that, and him being divine, like it's like the soul of a shim poured out into him. And that's what we're being immersed in. And even though Jeremiah, it's like all these curses, all these blessings, it really ends on this note of let's be immersed in a shim, let's be immersed in this blessing. And from that, we will gain this healing. So let's start a part three to finish this up. Okay. And uh, we'll be back after these messages. All right. Sounds good.